Ho, ho, ho! Abundant thinking wishes you all a Merry Christmas. Hello, everybody. This is Abundant Thinking. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is a Christmas special. So, for any of you guys that are watching on the day that comes out, thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. Usually I upload on Tuesdays, but obviously Christmas. This year, at least 2023, fell on a Monday. So, one day earlier doesn't hurt. It's all good. Just, I think it'd be nice. The Christmas special. So... Yeah, today we are going to be talking about why everyone should try jujitsu. First of all, I wanted to go over my personal experience in BJJ, just Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And, you know, I want you guys to get something out of this episode if it's possible. I'm going to try my best to give you guys the best tips possible, some insights, my experience like I mentioned just now, and maybe inspire at least one person to go try it out. So... I'm currently a white belt. I've been training for six months and I still have so much to learn. However, six months of training and I love it. It's something that I'm super passionate about. I love going to the gym, love training. It's very difficult. It takes a lot, but it's all worth it. And it always makes me feel really good, especially after I'm done training because I know that the hardest part of my day not only is over, but I got it done. I told myself I was going to do it, and I got it done. It increases my confidence for sure and increases my ability to do the hard things. And overall, I just wanted to add, I just love learning in jiu-jitsu. It's something that I'm very... I'm always trying to learn new things and find ways to retain more of the information that I gain from practice itself when we train. I know some people take notes and that helps them retain knowledge. And that's something that I've been looking into and may, and been considering trying because I think it'd be really good to keep some of, keep more of the information that I possess at the time of the practice, but maybe lose when I go home and go along my daily tasks. So BJJ has a lot of benefits. Uh, some of which include discipline, self-defense. It's a really good stress reliever. Good for fitness, obviously. Good for mental fitness, too, which is kind of being strong mentally and definitely increases your confidence, like I said earlier, increased mine. And this is just to name a few, but obviously it goes without saying self-defense is very important. I think that's one of the things I really enjoy about it because not only is it fitness for me, but it allows me to kind of kill two birds with one stone so I get my fitness in you know it gives me discipline gives me confidence but also I learn a skill that could be very valuable in the real world if you know god forbid something bad happened if I was to have to use it in real life which there is a controversial debate whether or not jujitsu is practical as far as the street fighting goes and I personally won't speak on it too much I think it is very applicable if used correctly, but, you know, with that being said, you can say that about any single martial arts. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Don't 100% listen to me, but look into it. I think jujitsu can be very beneficial for a lot of people. And also, I want to say that anybody can start 
jujitsu. You know, literally anybody. It doesn't matter if you're big. Doesn't matter if you're small. It doesn't matter if you're athletic. If you're athletic, none of that matters because jujitsu is one of those things that your circumstances do not affect you. You know, it might be harder for me. I'm, I'm more of a small guy, so it might be harder for somebody like me to go up against somebody that weighs more. I've seen so many, you know, lighter guys tap out people that are heavier than them because they have more experience and they train harder and they learn more. So weight doesn't matter. Size doesn't matter. Whether you're athletic or not athletic. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're not athletic, you do six months of jiu-jitsu, you'll become athletic <laughs> even less, I guarantee you. I feel like a lot of people always make excuses and they're always saying to themselves, you know, I can't do jiu-jitsu because of this, because of that. You know, maybe... You know, in my experience, I've always been more of a shorter guy and I've always weighed less compared to other people. But, you know, I've tapped people that are bigger than me. And obviously it's because of their lack of experience. If they trained just as much as I did, they would easily be able to tap me and they would also use their advantages more wisely. You know, somebody who is a bigger guy will use his weight to his advantage. Just like everything with bigger people and smaller people have their advantages so knowing them and being able to use them is crucial for winning you try it you won't ever know and that's why this episode i've titled why everyone should try jujitsu i'm not saying you gotta commit your entire life to it just try it even one time go there once and if it's not for you don't force it but maybe you'll go there once and you'll fall in love with it and you'll realize that this is the place for you or maybe you'll go there once and you'll say okay i'm gonna go there one more time just to see if i like it and go there another time and then it's going to become this trend and you're going to start to love jiu-jitsu and fall in love with it and that's that's what i want i really want to raise awareness for how helpful this has been for me in general you know i've jiu-jitsu improves discipline so much and i really really want to talk about this because it is one of the most important things in jiu-jitsu is being able to get beat up then get back up and get beat up again in the sense of, you know, get tapped. So being able to do this and get back, you know, we ha you have certain, certain, you have time rounds, right, in jiu-jitsu. So in a three-minute span, you might get tapped once, you might get tapped three times, you might get tapped nine times, you know. So the thing is being able to get beat and not letting it affect your ego because one of the things in jiu-jitsu that people really really have a problem with is their ego you know they refuse to tap they refuse to give people credit when they get tapped which leads to injuries and that's a whole other conversation you know not not tapping in time but ego i've noticed in jiu-jitsu is something that's extremely I would say, I wouldn't say not talked about enough because people do bring it up a lot, but people don't really see it with their own eyes. You know, it's kind of something they just hear about. But for me, ever since it's been brought up, I've started to realize that a lot of people just refuse to tap or they, they can't like let them, let their ego go for a minute, for a second, just to, they won't accept the loss, if that makes sense. And this isn't in a bad way. I think it's important to never give up. But I'm saying if you're in a position where you need to tap, unless you're going to break something, tap. Because it's not going to do anything. If you tap, you're just going to reset and go again. It's not like they're going to laugh at you or your opponents aren't going to 
<laughs> make fun of you in any way. You know what I mean? That's what, something that's never made sense to me because I've always been very quick to tap. And I learned very early on from all my coaches, tap. Like that's what he said. He's like, you're new, just tap. And even further on, further down the line, you're going to start getting injured a lot more if you don't tap. And higher belts are better to train with in general because they're more careful and, you know, they, they've they been through. I feel like a lot of higher belts have been through a lot in their jiu-jitsu career. So they know better, you know, they train better. They're better to train with in general because they're very careful. You know, a lot of people's biggest problem in jiu-jitsu, like they're always mentioning that they don't want to get hurt. They don't want to get injured. And my tip for that, and I agree as a very good example in a second, but my tip for that is try to roll with higher belts because they always end up giving better tips than a white belt ever will. And they're more careful. You know, I used to always feel bad asking the higher belts to roll because I felt like I was wasting their time, but everybody in the gym is trying to learn. And that's what, that's what you got to understand. Everybody in the gym is trying to learn and the higher belts realize because they've been at a white belt too, or they've been at a lower belt where you, where you currently are, they'll know that, okay, he just wants help. He's trying to get better. I was at the step once and some, some higher belts never had somebody to help them as much as they could help you in this current situation. So they'd be more than happy to assist you with something you need help with. And rolling with, when you're a white belt, rolling with another white belt is good in the sense that you kind of get to see where you are and where you place against other white belts, if that makes sense. Because obviously you can be second degree white belts, you can be third degree white belts, but which some gyms don't do. But in general, that's that's one of the reasons I like to roll with white belts. However, you need to know the risk that comes with rolling with white belts because white belts are very, you know, people say spazzy, but some people don't understand that word. If you understand it, you get it. But some of them are just very like shaky and they're very impulsive on their decisions and they do stuff that is pretty dangerous and not only puts themselves at harm, but puts their opponent, which is you, at harm too. So that's why be very careful when you're rolling with white belts because some of them don't know what they're doing. I was rolling with a white belt. This is actually crazy timing that I'm talking about this, but I was rolling with a white belt two days ago and this guy was fairly new, right? And the coach, the coach told me to not take it easy on him. I'm not that good, guys. Trust me. The coach is never, never going to tell me to take it easy. I'm not that good. But he was kind of telling me like, he's new, so just be careful. I'm like, I completely understand. So we started on our feet, obviously. And this guy was pretty long. Like he was, he was probably like six two, and in comparison, I'm five eight. So like you guess something. And so he went in for a double leg and I sprawled and I had a little bit of a guillotine on him. It wasn't, it wasn't in too deep, but I, I had it and I was going for it. And then he like, I don't even know what he tried to do, but he completely gave up on defending my defending like his his head from my arm to get the guillotine and he just kind of tackled me and threw me backwards and then one of the black belts had to come up to him and like tell him you know like not not really take it easy but 
he watched us. He watched us roll because he was like, okay, I don't want this guy injuring himself nor me. So he just kind of watched. And that's one of the things you have to be careful with because he didn't realize he did anything wrong. The thing is, when you're a white belt and you're starting, you don't know what's right and you don't know what's wrong. You kind of act off of your impulses and what you think is right. When I had a guillotine on him, he thought his best chance of doing anything, he had pretty long arms, is to just grab my legs and just tackle me because he doesn't know what else to do. He, he doesn't know a counter. He doesn't know how not to get himself in that situation in the first place. And another example is, and this works perfectly, my brother broke his ankle in jujitsu because he was rolling with a white belt who didn't know what he was doing. So he just charged at my brother and tackled him backwards. And my brother landed awkwardly on his ankle. It's it's like this person, it was his first ever jiu-jitsu class, ended up breaking my brother's ankle. It was pretty bad too. Just because he, not only my brother wasn't careful, but how, you know, it's not my brother's fault, but this guy doesn't know what he was doing. So that's why you got to be very careful when it comes to rolling with new white belts. And yeah, so just to wrap up here, I just want to say, I went on a little rant about my own experiences rolling don't worry about all this for now for i want you guys if you're listening to this right now and you have even a little bit of an interest in joining a jiu-jitsu gym and you have one nearby my biggest recommendation for you biggest 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 is to just go and train one time that's all you need there's a saying in jiu-jitsu that the hardest belt to get is the white belt i'm gonna say it again the hardest belt to get is the white belt and some people are probably thinking how is it hard? All you have to do is just show up and get the white belts, right? Yeah, well, that's the thing. No, Nobody wants to show up. Nobody wants to do their first ever jujitsu class where they know they're going to get their butt whooped. <laughs> Gotta keep it PG. They know that they're going to go through this experience where there's going to be guys that are a thousand times better than them. Absolute beasts. Absolute monsters at the jujitsu gym that are going to absolutely tear them apart, make them tap. But once you jump, it's all, it's worse in your brain. Once you jump into this gym, you're going to realize how nice everybody is, how supportive everybody is, and that everybody's there to see you improve. And yeah, these guys all know what they're doing. They're certified killers, you know? I heard Jocko, Jocko said that one time. It's going to be a room full of killers. But... You need to realize that these so-called killers are just people, normal people, that show up every day and they train. Completely normal people. Because guess what? At one point in their life, they weren't training jiu-jitsu, just like you. And they decided. All it took was for them to decide, I'm going to start training jiu-jitsu. And then from there on out, they loved it. You know, some people, it takes time for them. They have breaks, etc., injuries, all that. However, the point being, you guys... What you guys need to do is just do it. Just do it. it. It's so much easier if you just do it. Then you can look back on the, you can replay this episode and listen to the tips I gave you about rolling, but just do it. You have to get in your car or get your parents to drive you, depending on how old you are. Try it out. If you like it, you like it. You're going to keep going and you're going to love it. I guarantee you, you're going to absolutely love it. It's going to make you feel so good. The feeling is indescribable. If you don't like it, you know what? You can say that you tried, truthfully. But in order for you to say that you tried, you got to try it. 
you know, I know it sounds stupid, but it's the truth. Make sure you go there with an open mind and try to learn something. Try to understand if you like it. Try to talk to people, see where their head is at. Maybe see why other people like it so much. I remember when I was starting off in jujitsu, in my first week, I would be rolling with somebody and he'd be like, how long have you been doing jujitsu? I'd tell him like a week. He's like, oh, very good. And then we'd be talking and I'd ask him like, what? so what do you like about jujitsu? Why do you like it? And everybody has different answers and it's extremely interesting to hear their answers. And I don't want to say anybody's answer on here. I want you guys to go there and ask another person that same exact question. Ask them. What do you like about jujitsu? What do you like about jujitsu? You're gonna love their answer. Or why did you start jujitsu? Etc. So yeah, guys. Um, I wanted to thank everybody for listening. It's been a great episode. That's a little Christmas special, you know. <laughs> guys, please just try jujitsu. <laughs> That's all I can say. Just I'm begging, begging anybody out there. It's for the best. It's it's so helpful. I wish that everybody in the world understood how powerful it was and how transformative it can make your life. And I'm going to leave you guys with that. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Abundant Thinking. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Thank you.